the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f*** he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Point After Show. You're here with the new host for the evening because Eddie Daddy is down in Punta Cana, officially engaged. So let's make that announcement official, everybody. That's a shocker. So I, I think he's I think he's trying to he's trying to earn that daddy moniker. Oh, that's that's gonna I be think soon. That's happening. We all just had that conversation off air. We think that's gonna be quick upon return. So Ed, congratulations. Jess, same to you. Congratulations to both the families. But I'm here tonight in studio with the FF Advantage, Polly Bag of Walnuts. Say what's up to everybody. What's up, guys? And then also producer Cavi in the house. What's I up, figured guys? I'd give you the Twitter handle because sometimes he forgets it. <laughs> and we also have a guest appearance this evening by a sometimes contributor, sometimes retweeter, and sometimes a like. Stroud Rounder, what's up, buddy? Thanks what's for joining up, man? us this evening. Thanks for having me again. And I will start contributing more so I could be a more often contributor. That's what we sometimes. like to hear, Mike. Anybody that wants to contribute, yeah. you're a friend of the Point After Show. So anyway, tonight we have a full slate of uh, items to discuss. We want to talk about the McGregor-Mayweather fight a little bit. That's hot in Can't the press wait. these days. Can't wait for that. We have a little bit of the AI and the Big, Ball, Big Three basketball league going on. A little World Series poker updates. A little... Lochte, how does this guy get cleared in Rio, right? This is one thing we've got to figure out. Who he's paying and what officials. We know that government down there is corrupt as can be, but... More importantly than how does he get cleared is how does he creep in our lineup? It's amazing in itself. Somebody must have a crush on him. Uh, Danny Amendola, he's out there, this guy. He's, he's not only thinking about football career and post-CTE, but he wants to be a model, strut his stuff on the runway. John Jones and his little cocaine habit coming up with uh, the UFC uh, pay-per-view coming up here, taking on Daniel Cormier again. We'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, to finish it off, we'll probably talk a little about uh, the, the white guy, Sammy Sosa tonight. The white so, guy. Uh, hey, the, you know? <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're black or white, we'll talk about you. <laughs> so anyway, let's get it started with the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight coming up. They just finished the World Press Tour, had a couple stops, New York, Toronto, London, uh, London, all over the, the globe. Los trying Angeles, to push this stuff. they started in. And let's be honest, a couple times they may have crossed the line. That's a lot of people talking about, maybe some racial stuff going on. Connor was worried about uh, Floyd disrespecting the flag. But these guys, let's give it to them. I'll give it to them. This might not be a, a competitive fight, but I'll give them credit. These two are two of the biggest promoters that sports have ever seen, right? They could get on a mic and they could talk it up. What, what, uh, what's your take on this, Kev? I think Mayweather won the press tour. Um, Floyd took one, one stop. But that was more because I think the best, uh, the best move of the whole thing was when Floyd just dismissed... Mayweather and walked right over to Dana White. Okay, and said, I'm going to stop you right there because you said 
Floyd and Mayweather were two different people. I'm sorry, so. Floyd uh, McGregor. Dismissed McGregor. There you go. And walked right over to Dana White and said, listen, we're bosses. You know, we're the bosses here. We don't talk to our employees, you know. Let's talk about us. Uh, uh, we have $100 million. He doesn't. Yeah. And that's, I think, that one. I think that was the, uh, the second or third one. And he won that hands down just with that line because it was like, I'm a level above you, you know, and he won that. Aside from that, I think McGregor is a trash, ta- a trash talker on another level. Um, so, you know, obviously Mayweather's going to win the fight. Uh, McGregor's going to gonna win the, the the trash talking anytime i think and know? i totally agree with that with that uh comparison there the t- two bosses because you look at who sat down to actually negotiate this deal it was floyd mayweather right he was at the table along with the people from showtime and dana white conor mcgregor was there after the fact after ufc negotiated a deal with him and they got paid but end of the day, Paul, who do you think won the press tour? Let's start with that. Well, I think that McGregor won the press tour. But here's what I think about the – I'm not sure if I'm in an agreement with everybody here, but I thought it was uh, – by the second or third one, I thought it was a little bit too much showtime Started repeating the same stuff. It, it, it got a little overboard. To me, and I'm, uh, Stroud Runner, I talked about this the other day, it reminded me of WWE. It was a WWE – and this is what this is. If you think about this, it was a WWE – pay-per-view hype session that's all this is it's this isn't a real fight i mean it's really not at the end of the day this is going to be as staged a fight as it's probably ever going to be in my opinion i think that this fight is going to be rehearsed and pretty much we know uh, i do say this so you um, think that so this is a, a boxing match that people are betting on you think it's predetermined no i, I would i don't know if it's necessarily predetermined Okay. I won't go that far, but I will that. say that I think that 100% the press conferences were pretty were Oh, pretty yeah, they, yeah, they, they were on the same that, jet. That was, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was basically... Well, the, guy them just, show, the guy for Showtime is denying that. Well, they were just I doing shoots. Without, without a doubt yeah. in my mind, they were just doing shoots. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say this. Uh, going into those press conferences, prior to those press conferences, prior to seeing those two guys standing... Face to face, I gave McGregor absolutely zero chance in this fight because Mayweather was ultimately going to outbox him. I still hold true to that. However, seeing them two guys side by side makes me believe that there is a a glimmer of hope because McGregor towers over him. He is a big dude compared to Mayweather. And I think that if, if he has the ability to connect on one, I think he can actually put his lights out Two, my biggest concern was stamina. We saw what happened to McGregor in the, the Diaz fight. He gassed out in the third, fourth round, but he put that kind of to rest, in my opinion, because he was asked about it, and he said, boxing is a little different than MMA when you're you're getting leaned on and you're, you're doing kicks and you're doing, you know, elbows and you're, the guy's laying on top of you. That doesn't happen in boxing matches, which I never really thought about. You guys get huddled up together or you guys hang on to each other. The referee separates you out. That doesn't happen in MMA. So... I can maybe see him going lasting longer than I anticipated. That I still think that like something you usually say with a bunch of dudes in a room. Yeah, but I do think that um, I do think that at the end of the day, he's so gonna you get would say Mayweather's Mayweather's going to one hundred percent win the fight. In my opinion, he's going to outbox him. But there is a hope and prayer now for me to hope or for me to watch and say maybe McGregor can land one because I know if he puts a, if he puts one on if he touches him on the chin. With his power, I think he can put him down. Well, here's a, you know, I, I did an article about this uh, two weeks ago. Did anybody was the read last it? time. Yeah, they did. Thanks. 
Um, I, I thought we weren't going to do insults. So since you, you, you know, just insulted me like it, a minute ago. Since you started it, what we'll do is then when we get to the fantasy football one, I'll okay. make sure we well, talk a lot about that. You insulted me like a minute ago. So um, when uh, I, now you made me lose my train of thought Aww. here. So when Mayweather comes out, I definitely think he's going to way outclass McGregor. I would love to see McGregor land it, but in my article, if you read it, uh, which I think a lot of people did, um, it's 10-ounce gloves. I know McGregor was trying to weasel his way down during the press tour, saying, let's get in those 4-ounce gloves, see what happens. That's a total different story. If they do 4-ounce gloves, I'm going McGregor all day. I'd, I'd fly out to Vegas and put my money right on that. But with the 10-ounce gloves, you know, the, those... It's it's a total different game. You well, don't think that he has enough power to put him down with a ten ounce club? I think you're I not think he, with this defense either. I think he does. I just think like we've been saying since the beginning, it's gonna have to be a lucky shot. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But I also thought I I mean it, it got it was it was circus level stuff. I mean Mayweather yelling that you know he'll he'll take him in an octagon next. Like yeah. That was ridiculous. Mayweather Sr. coming in and busting into McGregor. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. The side interview when Mayweather Sr. like crashed it and uh, McGregor was like, oh, your boy, this is your fault. Your boy, you should have made him retire, you know. And I love love McGregor has uh, copyrighted or trademarked 49 and 1, which I think is awesome. And, you know, and this goes back to something Paul said earlier. I I definitely don't think the – fight a stage, not even at the least, because like we said here, you have a guy's boxing legacy at 49-0. and 0. You have McGregor, who still has a ton of career left in him, you know, under 30, whether it's boxing and these kind of circus stunts, but definitely he already uh, said he has interest in going fighting Khabib back in Russia, which is awesome, that's ballsy, or the Nate Diaz trilogy. Right. So, he wants to look on that because after this, he's going to be able to demand more money from the UFC. So he doesn't want to lose. So the fight isn't staged. But if you look at, at uh, the whole press tour, it was definitely staged. And these two are on the same page. They're all about making that money, selling this fight as much as they can. Because you look, do you think Floyd Mayweather would have ever let another boxer come over and slap him in the back of the head like Conor McGregor did? No. Not a chance yeah. in hell. You know, so he probably said this is going to happen. Where he came over and stood in his face and said, you can't read, what do you have a backpack on for? Yeah. You know, he would have never let that happen. And then to talk about his backpack, which usually has over a million, and if you follow his Instagram yeah. or, or Facebook, YouTube, anything like that, Mayweather usually has a million cash in there. He had like five grand in ones, pretty much, that he made it rain on Conor McGregor. And I think that was a smart move by his attorney saying, listen, you're being watched by the IRS because you owe some back taxes here. Don't flaunt those hundreds. Throw yeah. those ones. But, Paul, you had something? No, I'm, I'm, you, you hit it. But I was just really quick. I was looking up a, a, a ticket. So just a ticket for the Mayweather-McGregor fight right now. And it's not even a seat. It's a to-be-determined seat at this point. 2800 bucks going on StubHub. Yeah, yeah I, I read the initial ticket prices were – and, again, these are – not, you know, what do they call it, second-hand selling or, or aftermarket sales. This is what the venue's selling them for. $500 for cheap seats, as they call them, or $10,000 ringside. Yeah. But you figure in the aftermarket on your stub hub, on whatever, those tickets are given out to all the promotions and sold on the stub hubs for 10 20 30 40 grand. But let's go quick around the room and say uh, who we think is going to win this fight. And it probably I, is unanimous. Yeah, I said Mayweather. Yeah, Mayweather. All right. It's going to be Mayweather. Mayweather. Okay. He's, and he, he, he's not going to get touched. 
he'll get touched. He'll get punched a couple times. He knows Def- he knows how to roll the punches. Problem with McGregor is here's the thing. He's gonna be like a deer in the headlights once he gets in there. Nah. Before he even gets in the ring. He's just in a no. whole other world. No, Mike, you're on, he has you're on drugs no with that. clue. All right, so you went Mayweather? Well, that's, yeah, that's all we're looking okay. for. Absolutely. So to just to touch on your point real quick about him being in a whole different deer in the headlights, that's not going to happen. This guy's used to being in the biggest stages in the world. But also you talked about Mayweather being able to roll the punches. Yeah, sure, with a traditional boxer, he can roll those punches. But McGregor's not a traditional boxer. He's coming in with a different stance, different swing. So it's going to be a total different ball game. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with Mayweather's going to win this fight also. McGregor saying in four KO, not going to happen. I love you, McGregor. I can't wait to get you back in the UFC. I might put $100 on McGregor, though. You know, uh, if, when his opening odds were close to, like, over 1,000, you know, plus 1,000, maybe, but they're down to, like, plus 5-something. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's not really worth it at that point. Vegas is, Vegas is making a mint off this. Everybody involved is making a mint. So moving on from the McGregor-Mayweather fight, let's talk about uh, the World Series of Poker. So right now it's going on. They had, a, you know, obviously record on Monday nights, comes out Tuesday. They were started off today with the 27 they played down to last night out of, what, 7,221, 23? 72-21. 7,221 players. The third biggest World Series of Poker of all time, uh, main event. And they're down to the 27 players. So, you know, it's crazy to think about. Uh, with poker, everybody says it's a luck game, but obviously there's some skill in this game because we have a few players that are main event final table players. Michael Ruan made it this far, Ben Lamb. You had Max. Anton uh, You know, these guys making it to the final table. Again, Michael Ruan made it to the final table last year. Nine Final nine. He's made it. Looks like he might make it again this year. You know, it's a battle tonight. Who knows? They're down to, I think, they're, 18 they're at this 18. point. He's where we're talking. in 17th. And he's sitting in 17th. But who knows? One double up, he's back right in the mix. It is crazy. Ben Lamb, who's sitting there with about 40,000 in chips, probably in about fourth or fifth place he's right in, now. He's in fifth with 21 million. With 21 million. Um, this guy made a final table before. He's it's unbelievable. The, he, ben Lamb is probably one of the best tournament players that I've seen in a long time who's consistent and very analytical. Well, he actually like took him. a... He was out on hiatus for a few years and he, didn't he did re- He did retire for a while. He did uh, He did the Jeopardy thing and did very well on Jeopardy. I believe he's a lawyer by trade or he has a background in, in some sort of law, I Mike believe. just throws out random things and doesn't fact check them. Nope. But, um, I, just, I just know these things. But you look, the, the winner this year is going to go home with a cool $8.15 million. That's life-changing money there. The final table, everybody's guaranteed over a million dollars. And a little difference from what they've done the last couple years was a couple things. Is They've been showing it uh, basi- basically live Somewhat with a 30-minute delay. Yeah. You know, The last couple years, they would tape it and then show it a few months later. And then even the final table, they would do what was called the November 9, record it, in November and, and show it live with the 30-minute delay, but they would give them the break from July to November to sit on the thoughts of sitting at the final table. But this year, they scrapped that. They're going with you know, the final table a few days after they get down to the final nine, and that's going to re-record it with the 30-minute tape delay. As, as two poker players here, 
Does waiting until November help you or hurt you as a player in your head? Um, here's the thing. I think at the end of the day, it, it, it all depends on how the cards fall. It, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're waiting I, a while. I you agree. know, a lot of these people, when they had the November 9, and that's a good question, Mike, when they had the November 9, what they did was these people would go out and they'd get a coach and they would play in all these uh, small sit and goes where they would play just basically final table poker. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think if you're, you know, going to get a different coach after everything you did for those seven, eight days leading up to the November 9, you're looking at switching your game. And why would you switch your game plan? when that's what got you there to make that kind of money at the final yeah. table. I don't mind a small break, but that's too long. And what's long they're doing now is they're yeah. doing, a, you know, I think a few days yeah. and going until the weekend. I want to keep my momentum. I want to keep my same game plan like you just said. Am I going to get a coach? Probably. But at the same time, I'm going to rely upon my close personal friends that have been watching these players that are taking notes from me, and I'm going to build off that. Yeah. yeah, and one of the big things, too, is, is kind of cool. Um, some players out there were analyzing hands, like it's a 30-minute tape delay, and 30 minutes every time it's posted sure. online, and they would just go to their phones on the rail and check out what happened in the play three hands ago when they got outplayed, did the guy bluff, what did he have, and they could see. But some of these tables were doing something really cool, and I respect it, is they were all doing a mutual agreement between them no touching your phones to check out the I plays. Like that. I like that idea. I think that keeps the integrity of the game. Yeah. And and I think that would be smart. Actually, for the World Series of Poker and ESPN, that's who's televising this, ESPN2, to maybe have these people sign an agreement beforehand that yeah. you won't be able to do the stuff like well, that. They, yeah. Well, they changed it this year where you're allowed to use that phone as soon as you're out of the hand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. But, but some of the doing, people are but they're doing to it. Yeah, but the, the reasoning behind it was sponsorship. Yeah. So, like... Sure. Fantasy Labs, for example, you know they want their guys that they're paying to be in there to be tweeting the whole time and generating yeah. content and everything. So that's the reasoning behind the. Well, the, I the tell you what. Change. I mean, a couple of years ago, Tom and I we out, went out and played the World Series of Poker, and I, in my head, I always said, "I'm never wearing patches. I don't want to be associated with anything." But until somebody ponies up that money for you, give me all that stuff. Right. I'm wearing all that stuff. I'm doing whatever they say, and it's crazy. It's a yeah. whole other world. Well, which is, you know, it brings it back, you know, to... I, did you have something? No, no, no. I, I, I knew this is where Cavi's going. Good. Run, so, baby. I mean, the year over year, the ratings have been going down, which can be attributed to a lot of things. Mostly, you know, online, online yeah. poker being illegal. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the age of poker. Like, we came up in the age of poker where it was the biggest thing in the world, and it, because the internet poker and everything wasn't there for the... I don't think as many young kids are following it as much anymore, whereas, like, that was our lives for a while, you know? And uh, I, you know, I kind of fell out of it. I haven't watched online poker or watched televised poker in a while, but uh, I do read, you know, and we don't usually shout out other blogs much on here, but I do read Barstool every day. And uh, one of the cool things I saw this year was, so Fantasy uh, Labs, which, you know, shout out to them, and uh, Bales, I, we actually, friend of the show, he's a good guy, um... He he ponied up. He paid the ten thousand dollars for two bloggers from Barstool to play in the World Series of Poker. Um, deal being that you know he gets half the money if they win. The company gets twenty five percent if they win. The individual player gets twenty five percent if they win. They just had to wear his t shirts and tweet and do all that fun stuff. You know, uh, genius marketing um, on his part because you have people who don't care about poker at all following these two guys and watching this on TV. So it helped everybody all around. Um, Twitter or Twitter was on fire. Uh, all the blogs, podcasts, everything to do with the World Series poker got a boost 
when those people were involved with it. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, I, it was just, uh, for, for me, it made it interesting. Again, I watched a lot of it. Um, and the cool thing about it and why it really took off so much is that uh, one of those guys was the chip leader after day one, Yeah, which was pretty wild. Um, Cavi was getting off. And then, you know, just shout out to, to us. Give it to you us. Know, El Prez from Barstool uh, tweeted out our article. Not even a retweet. Straight up took the article and tweeted it out. Said good read. Yeah, said good read. So, uh, you know, yeah, maybe there was a little stroking of his ego in there. Maybe we played it the maybe it was played the right way Producer to get, Cavi nailed You know, it. got inside his psyche and knew what uh, what it would take to get the retweet. But uh, you know, we just want to thank. Uh, I think that honestly, uh, Bales from uh, Fancy Labs might have had a little hand in that getting tweeted. Now, so if, you know, if, we wanna... if they really want to make some money, you know, they'll contact the Point After Show and. Pony for Tom and I to go play next year. Right. They, they could really make some money then. Hey, hey, listen. Uh, if you can't make it past ninth in Hollywood Casino, he just came in a second, second. and a first last week. Okay. So anyway, um, real quick to wrap this one up is definitely Cavi was the most excited person I've ever seen oh, like in a, a long like, time, like a schoolgirl. When when he got he was at the gym working out. He was talking about new fit Cavi, and next thing you know, he gets the retweet from El Presidente, and he's like, Cavi has left the gym. <laughs> Gone. I didn't, even turn, like, I didn't even turn the treadmill off. I just jumped off drive, it. He didn't even drive the car home. He, he just actually walked. forgot to go back to his locker and get his clothes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just went out with his gym clothes. And then, you know, so then we have this group thread going on. We always talk about it. We reference it on the show here. Is Cavi gets the retweet, and then next thing you know, Eddie sends out a uh, text. Hey, guys, this just happened. And he sends a picture of him proposing to Jess getting engaged. And Cavi was devastated. That son of a Eddie had to bitch. go out and outdo him. He had to one-up me. So Daddy goes, goes and out, uh, outdoes producer Cavi on that one. So to wrap up the World Series of Poker, let's just run around the table real quick. And, Paul, who do you think is going to win here? Um, I'll, go with, uh, I'll go with Scott Blumstein. That's who I think is going to win. I like him. He's young, first-time player. Uh, obviously, he's currently in first. That's a big help. But he's from Morristown, which is I'm a big fan of Morristown, New Jersey. So shout out to the uh, local kid to us, East Coast representing. And uh, I'll go with Scott Cavi. Last name looks like Blumpkin. And it does yeah. look like Blumpkin, That's which happens to be yeah. my uh, fantasy football name for many, many years. Cavi, um, you have a, a favorite here? No, nah, once Smitty and Nate oh, were out, yeah. I kind of uh, I, I have no dog in this fight. Cav, how about you? Do you have anybody you want? Or, uh, or, or a Stroud rounder? I like Ben Lamb. I think he's the most uh, talented and experienced for main event final table action. So I like him sitting in fifth right now with $21 million to, to start making a move. Yeah, and then I'll finish it up here. Uh, the guy I like, I, I didn't really know this guy until they, like we said, we sh- they showing it on a 30-minute tape delay every single round this year, is uh, John Hess. He's an older guy. He's from the U.K., but he owns like an RV park or something like that out there so he's got money he told his wife he was going to come out and play this guy is cool as hell he's older he's 63 i think he wears cool ass outfits and every hand he's in and it doesn't matter if if he bats the guy out or he wins the pot he'll always offer the guy do you want to see my hand and that's respectful i like that. and, I like and that. they say yes he shows the hand every single time yeah. they say no he folds the hand he won't show it so I mean, he's a they, class guy and poker needs more players like I, that. Though. i'm rooting for him you know Antonio uh antonio Esfandari was out there dogging him saying oh why is he giving up this free information but guess what antonio's out of the world series this year and hesp is still in so obviously him giving out that free information isn't really killing him but 
John has good luck, and good luck to everybody in the World Series of Poker this year. Uh, you know, the final 18, you guys are due to make a ton of cash. Moving on here, we have AI, the Philly native, comes to town with the Big Three tournament this year. And, well, I don't want to say this year. It's their first year. But, uh, you know, recently. And he doesn't play in his hometown. Cav, what, what, what's your take on doesn't that? Doesn't play. He Not even, like, doesn't play. So, like, my problem with this is, number one, until this happened, we've basically collectively as a society forgotten about the big three already honestly after the first night you haven't seen much press on as it. soon as actually as soon as um they gave up the rights to uh the arena t-mobile arena t-mobile yeah. arena out in vegas for mcgregor mayweather yeah. fight everybody's like yep let's so that's where they got rid of all their they should have kept that as long as they can to keep getting the publicity yeah. and the free uh talk about it so it's coming through uh so this was supposed to be what was going to be the uh, one of the big paydays for this tour was the Philly stop because of AI and everything. And it ended up being because everybody had already bought their tickets. AI, an hour before the game, hops on Instagram and tells everybody he's not going to play that night. An hour before the game. So, you know, you've already bought the tickets. You're going there. I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody was really, you know, <laughs> that excited to see Moochie Norris play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they were they were looking for AI, especially in Philly. and Yeah. I think that this, you know, it does a lot of things. Um, I think it hurts the big three. Even Ice Cube was on Twitter tweeting out, you know, you know, everybody's disappointed, including him, that I AI I didn't play, but they're blaming it on doctors, which, you know, whatever yeah, they told you him. You get a doctor to say anything for yeah. these days. Yeah, they're trying to say that they told him not to even leave bed, but he powered through it and went and sat on the sidelines, you know. Um, he looked fine in the, in the YouTube video he posted up. But um, I think it also just further hurts the AI philly legacy i mean you know it's been seven years since he even came back to philly and then he comes back it's supposed to be this big thing even if he only played three minutes in the game or something you know yeah kind of owe it to those fans in that city but come in launch up a couple threes <laughs> yeah it's not like you're it's that competitive well, of, i mean i wouldn't want ai shooting threes but i'd want him to cross over and drive to the basket um, at 43 years old i think that's what i that, that's what i'm getting ready to say is like is it really i mean is it something that I, AI is 43 years old. Does anybody really give a shit to see a 43-year-old man play basketball? Well, Tom Brady's going to be 40. It's the average. Still, Tom Brady's still playing the sport. But Evan Iverson hasn't played basketball well, so in 10 three years. So three-on-three is not but basketball the, anymore? The average, it's the first year, it's, but he hasn't played competitive basketball in like but 10 the, years. But it's still AI. If yeah. you're from Philly, you want to yeah. see him play. The average the average age of the league is 38. And you guys think it's because they gave up T-Mobile Arena that no one watches? No, nobody wants to watch a bunch of old bums running up and down the court. I tell you what, I turned it on one night. And it's I'd rather watch I, the WNBA. Yeah, I, I mean I really wasn't impressed with it. I didn't really get me excited. I love basketball. Basketball is by far my favorite sport, you know. Uh, but I I met AI a few months ago down at Temple, and nice guy. I mean, didn't you know? Didn't ignore me when I asked him for a picture. I mean, he was pretty cool. But I could see how people would be upset that you know he just didn't want to play. It is basically his hometown, his second hometown. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is that I, I don't know, call me crazy, but there's a reason that nobody shows up at the YMCA to watch the over forty leagues. It's <laughs> oh, but nobody wants that shit. It, th- more tickets were sold than this, f- sold for this thing than there were for most Seventy uh, Sixers games last year. So <laughs> that I believe, that yeah. I believe too. That's <laughs> so a you know, thing. I, I'm just saying, you're it, obviously it's not the best basketball in the world, but. People bought those tickets to yeah. see AI play, to not see to see anybody play. else yeah. in that stupid league. Yeah, well, well I think know, the other problem for... here's the other problem I think they're having too. If I'm being honest, when it comes to like the whole like basketball thing going on right now, I think the three on three could get better ratings and could get more people watching. 
But the NBA's got the summer league out right now, and obviously, let's be he, honest, Lonzo Ball's been all yeah. over the place. He's on every freaking. Yeah. I mean, they keep televising him on every opportunity. But he, they but have. he had LeVar, a growing injury. LeVar, I'm sorry. But but Lonzo had a growing injury when he was going to go up against you know my boy from Kentucky there. Yeah. In the preseason. But that's I think uh, summer league you know, was actually pretty good this year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because yeah, there were a lot of exciting players that came yeah, out of college. Yeah, and so I, mean, I can watch I can watch uh, uh, I can watch a 19 year old kid play or I can watch a 69 year old guy play. What's the difference? As long as they're still producing, I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't, don't. I just so don't you see. Age a, discriminate. Yeah, the same way you. See, I think the, the same bigger, way you gender discriminate. You I can't do three sixty dunks anymore. Remember? I, I think still do dunks in three sixties. Oh, yeah. oh uh, well, what's see, his? Oh, Jermaine O'Neal was out there, there doing pounding that? them down. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the big the big thing I think that hurt them really was that it's not live. You know, you're yeah. watching. Yeah. You're watching it the next day, so they film it on Sunday. They put it on a Monday. Yeah, everything's any big story that happens is broken the day before. You can watch it on Twitter. And then the problem is they don't show you the full game. They show like the first game, and then like they'll show like some highlights from the set because there's it's a tournament every yeah. every stop, and you only see a couple of the uh, minutes yeah. of each game. It's which like back sucks, when you were know, watching yeah. the annual mixtape, you know. Yeah, or <laughs> they show uh, you a couple, couple slam clips ball. here, a couple clips there. But yeah. I think the annual mixtape was more exciting because was people you never saw before. You get some of those guys, and they were never going to be in the NBA. So anyway, so, yeah. yeah, AI. Everybody's disappointed with you. The owner, the fans, Philly. Next time, if you're in town, just get out there and put a little effort on for the people. I'm not saying you owe it to them, but you kind of owe it to them. Or at least throw out a better video and throw some practice in there. Yeah, practice. 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 So moving on, we have the next thing in the news here. We have Ryan Lochte who comes up, fabricates this entire story down in the last uh, Rio Olympics there, and they come out and toss the case today. Here's my question. Who paid off the government for him? His dad. You think? Uh, <laughs> I, is I there just, any basis I, behind that? Is it no, I was going to ask him up with a number. Like, how much did it take? No, you asked the question. The I was just giving the answer. But is his dad like rich or something? <laughs> that's or that's 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 like, absolutely rich. Okay. From yeah, I don't know how he's rich. I don't. I don't ask that question. You I just, just know he's rich. rich? <laughs> Yeah, he's absolutely. Man, rich. He's like me, not doing research. So I mean, yeah. he was, you know, he was accused. You asked of, the question, I gave my answer. I mean, it was kind of a bullshit. Char- I mean, he was charged with falsely communicating a crime to authorities, and I think, you know, number one, we're not gonna extradite somebody to Brazil. Sure. He got home. Yeah. yeah. So like, what were they gonna do? Well, he just was keep- smart. He like ran home quick. Oh, real quick. He's like, got I'm out, out. <laughs> as fast as possible. Oh, there's video um, at the gas station. See ya. Right. So I mean, he got out of there, and I mean. I don't even remember anybody else involved in it. I'm sure if you're a big, big swimming guy, you they, remember They were the name. alternates on the swim team. Yeah. So it's Lochte. I think he paid the price for this because, I mean, he's don't like he's he's not marketable. He's not living yeah. the, the wait post a minute, Wait a minute, wait a minute. He was on Dancing with the Stars. He was on Dancing with the Stars. That's, that's marketable. But he's not getting a Wheaties box ever again. He's not, <laughs> no. You're not getting the same pay. Like, he's not going to be. He lost his Speedo no, he, endorsement. He, he, he was on Dancing with the Stars for a reason, to get some kind exactly. of money. Yeah, he needed something. Like, his his... His poor manager probably walked in just like rubbing his head like, I don't know, man, Dancing with the Stars, that's what we got for you. Cause. So I'll do a quick update. His dad and his his mom and his dad are divorced, but they are dirt poor. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they are dirt poor. As a matter of fact, his house in October was foreclosed on, and he was too proud to go to his son for money. So I apologize, Mr. Lochte. Good for you for being as humble as you are. You are not wealthy. 
and I respect she's rich, that. She's rich. Yeah. So, so yeah. He's rich but in I, life. But hey, I'm, I'm big enough to go and research and then correct myself way into the podcast here. So without getting into a, too much on the swim track here and the Olympics Good, and running I know Lockheed, nothing about swimming. Is, um, Except I just that you want like to call it speedos. out. <laughs> is that um, Peyton Manning actually made a shout out at the ESPYs to Ryan Lochte. Uh, made a little funny to Ryan Phelps and basically said, yeah, he's a credible witness, right, Michael? And so it's kind of funny. Watch it on YouTube or whatever. Just media a quick plug well, to your boy Peyton Manning. Of course. I, I mean, Phelps is racing a shark soon. This week, actually, or next week for yeah. Shark Week. So that should Are also be Are they side by side or are they going to be separated? I, I hope they're I don't the same know. Here's my it's thing. It's going to get blown <laughs> it's, it's like an hour. It's an hour long. There, first of all, there's no way. Like, you can't capture a great white shark and keep it in captivity. So, how like, it's going to, I'm sure, be some, like, stupid edited I'm thing. I'm sure SeaWorld's behind this. Unless they're going <laughs> to cut open... Uh, Phelps's foot and throw him into a pool with just a little bit of blood in it <laughs> yeah. to see if the sharks can catch him. I'm not buying anything. Let him swim first. Right, that I'd watch. Now, that I'd watch. I'm is, sure is Tara Reid gonna like drop the white flag or something to I would, start it? Because then I would watch. See, I would watch something like that. Watch, yeah. Right now, Even it's gonna be just boobs. a bunch of so, like saber metrics where they're gonna break down, you know, distance and speed, and I'm yeah. sure it's gonna just. So a human being, me. the fastest swimmer in the world, can swim 3.7 miles per hour. A great white can sh- can swim 25 miles an hour. I'm I pretty sure that's going to be pretty lopsided. Seven. That's almost like Conor McGregor wanting to that. fight yeah. Floyd Mayweather. I'm in a boxing saying match. no. I'm saying they could swim faster than 3.7 miles an hour. I don't. I'm think pretty so. sure I could actually swim that's faster me- than that's three meters. Uh, 1.64 meters per second, or approximately 3.7 miles per hour. That may be average person. Okay, average still. We'll just say hours. Let's say on the top end. Let's go now, crazy and say he can swim. Now that's on Livestrong.com. We all know he's not the most credible source. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fair. So <laughs> what, did, what, what did he ever do? Yeah. So anyway, without beating up the Ryan Lochte story, let's move it on. But before we go on, I just want to shout out to everybody here and let them know about a little contest that we have going on at the Point After Show. We're giving away a Tyreek Hill autographed jersey. It's a little contest the Point After Show has going on. All you have to do is go on one of our. Um, you can check it out on. The pointaftershow.com or one of our Twitter handles, Facebook, is we're posting different fantasy football related questions. It was supposed to be every day, but we kind of got a little away from that where we're doing a couple a week. But well, here's how you qualify day. you go out, you follow the Point After Show on Twitter at Point After Show, and you also have to follow the four members of the show, the FF Advantage, at TLIP underscore the PAS, at Producer Cavi, and at Eddie the PAS. Also have to go out, you have to like the show on Facebook. And the last thing that you have to do is send us a tweet, tagging at Point After Show with a screenshot of you subscribing to the Point After Show on the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And that's how you qualify for this tournament. You also have to go out and answer the trivia questions every week, every day. And make sure you do that to win, have a chance at winning the Tyreek Hill autographed jersey. Fantasy Football Advantage is popping these out all the time. You have any questions regarding the, the trivia questions? Don't Google them. That's cheating. Just ask us. Think about it. Maybe do a little research. Check out your fantasy. We give the answer on it the next day. So test yourself. The the questions are fun. It's definitely knowledge for you for fantasy purposes, too. This is getting you prepped for the fantasy football season coming up here. So you kind of know what players are out there and who to draft. So make sure you check it out. The Tyreek Hill autographed jersey giveaway and the point after show there. So moving on now with the fantasy football stuff. Real quick, though. Just before we leave Lochte. I don't think we can let the most amazing quote I've ever read in my life pass us by here. Could have did this before I did the plug, Kev. I didn't see it till after. Okay. So he goes... Could have let it slide then. When, when being interviewed, he goes... I don't know if this can slide because this is amazing. <laughs> he goes, and then the guy pulled out his gun 
he cocked it and put it to my forehead. And he said, get down. I put my hands up and I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds very credible. Right there, I'm like, this didn't happen. You're a liar. For sure. You're a liar. (laughs) So moving on here um, after the fantasy football plug there for the Tyreek Hill autographed jersey is we have a little thing. Danny Amendola is getting into a little modeling here. Calf, what kind of modeling? Is he a hand model, underwear model? Is he doing some Calvin Klein stuff? What's he, he got? signed with the biggest uh, modeling agency. And Balls the most... model? What's that? Balls models? <laughs> no, from, it's uh, uh, Zoolander? No, 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 a real one. But and we don't like to get free ads, so we won't say their name. But uh, he, it's the the oldest and most reputable male modeling agency in the country. And uh, you know, I think he's thinking a little bit after football. Which might have to do with, you know, maybe him not even making the team this year from yeah, a couple of reports. There's so. a strong case for him not making the 53-man Yeah, this guy, he's been injury-prone. He had, what, ACL injuries and stuff like that, MCL injuries he throughout his career with the Rams and then also with uh, the Patriots. Had some injuries, kept him out for a lot of games. Um, and then, you know, he's, he's not one of those people, as I like to refer him as, a big dude. He's a little dude. And, you know... Getting smacked by a linebacker definitely doesn't feel good for him. But Amendola, good for him with his modeling career. Here's my issue with it. I mean, and this is like, Edelman's a better looking dude than him. Ooh. Right? I don't know. This is getting uncomfortable. <laughs> don't, you think? Yeah. don't you think? If you, if somebody put my shirt back on. Listen, full, you know, heterosexual judgment here, but I mean, Edelman's better looking. I mean, Edelman dates supermodels. Who has, Edelman, the, hot, who has the hotter girl? Definitely Edelman. Yeah, Adrian Edelman has more money. <laughs> probably. <laughs> He's probably dating more Instagram models. I, I, love, I love Instagram no, models. Edelman's dating real life supermodels. Adrian Alima, one of the biggest supermodels in the world. She is pretty big. In terms of popularity and hotness. Yeah. Well, she's probably big compared to him, too, because he's, what, like 5'6"? I'm big compared to him. She is taller than him. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, significantly, like a head taller than him. That's <laughs> like, yeah, that's like Mikey dating somebody, though. But, but, but I'm a good-looking guy. I mean... Well, I figure he, maybe he's just thinking, hey, you know what? It's life after football. Definitely. Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's been capitalizing on the modeling world for a yeah. while now, and uh, hey, might as well get it in while By you have a chance. married to one. Well, he's also been modeling. He's an Uggs. He's he's a model for Uggs and a bunch of other places. No, it's not. Mo- he's not a model. He's he's sponsored by them. That's different. Yeah. Like yeah, but he does. Mo- he does a lot of their photo shoots with yeah, the he does Uggs. No, no, no. Shoots. This yeah. stuff. This You're is saying he does. He's gonna be straight, a, like headshots. This dude's gonna be a runway model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, Paul, here's here. Let, let me just let me just say this. The F Advantage did that stuff before. Yeah, so anybody he did can modeling do it. before. When well, I was did, back in my younger days, he did runway days. modeling. In the, yes. what, like yeah. get picked up in the mall. Back no, in my back young and he used to do days. tuxedo models and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, did you get like picked up by that person that used to be in the the mall? I don't think over so. The he doesn't want no. to. Here, here's what happened. Could be there's a model. Current, there's currently a lawsuit between Paul and his former agent, so we can't talk about it on oh. here. He, he walked into Sammy Kalura's one day to get a uh, tuxedo for the prom, and Sammy just needed somebody to help him out. That's all. Wow, Cavi dogging you, or our niece dogging you. I don't. I made up that. Story. So moving on from the Amendola modeling and the F advantage, the hunk of the group here, I'll give them some heterosexual. I feel like this is. I feel like this this room has become like a steam room here. What's going on here? Can we get into like? <laughs> how about them bears? Re- real red yeah. right How now. about those bears? <laughs> can we get into red. like some some sports again? So moving it on like to uh, Cavi strawberries or something. Hey man, if you're secure with it, then why you beat red like this? Because <laughs> yeah. it's 900 degrees in the studio. <laughs> so less than uh, two weeks away here, we have John Jones, Daniel Cormier, and UFC 214 pay per view event. You know, this was supposed to happen once before, and it didn't happen because, you know, 
John Jones and his issues. But during the first fight, John Jones came out and he's talking a little trash now and saying, hey, Daniel Cormier, how does it feel that I beat your ass after being on a coke bender prior to the fight? And then before this one, he just came out last week and said, I love cocaine. Yep. And if I love it, you should leave me alone about it. I, I've obviously, I've, I've, I'm, I'm not speaking from any type of experience whatsoever on, on, on cocaine, but wouldn't you be a better fighter on cocaine? It's no. a speed drug, right? Oh, I, I mean, definitely what, think you would. Look at You have to be. No. I mean, your hand-eye coordination has got to be 100 listen, times better. So I know nothing about cocaine. However, I do know that Lawrence Taylor is one of the greatest football players to ever play the game. And, uh, and he never played the game not on cocaine. Exactly. Admittedly would just do tons of coke and smoke crack before he went out to play. Yeah. And is one of the greatest linebackers of all time. So I'm thinking I think you're using, they need to piss this guy right, piss test this guy right before he gets in the sure, ring. Sure, you're using one example of NFL great, right? How many other people use Daryl Daryl Strawberry? Well, crack is different. I'm talking straight cocaine here. <laughs> Here's the thing, well, right? Crack. So Daryl Strawberry. John Bones Jones. I'm sure if he was on a coke bender, not from personal experiences, just stuff you read online, probably didn't sleep for like three days prior, or was getting like an hour or two of sleep if he was on this big coke bender like he's he's saying he was. So imagine getting like two day, two hours of sleep before one of the biggest fights of your career, UFC, pay-per-view, main event, basically pretty much undefeated. I know his record says he's 22-1, and one, but the one defeat came at a disqualification for illegal elbows against Matt Hamill. Bullshit. I bet Dana White still pissed at that because he'd be able to say John Jones is 23-0. And here he is again. He came out the other day, like Cavi said. His, he said, listen, if I'm doing a little coke, I'm doing a little weed, just partying a little bit, I'm not addicted. I'm not ruining my life. I'm just having a good time. I'm young, having fun. I don't, here's the thing. I don't disagree with it. Like, if you're not ruining your life or ruining anybody else's lives, all right. who are we to say you can't do that? I, I, I'm going to disagree. It's called the and sport I, that you're in. That's what I, you're saying you can't do it. Yeah. He's getting paid a lot of money to play that sport. There's rules to that sport. Sure, Same no, thing no, with the NFL. I don't, I don't agree with all the NFL rules. So if rules. it was legal, if it was legal, the, the, it doesn't there matter. wouldn't be a rule in that no, sport. No, that's not true at all because marijuana is legal in a lot of states, but the NFL still bans marijuana. So just because it's legal, it's not universal. It doesn't just. It, you can't it, say, "Hey, you live in, uh, you play for the Rockies." Professional Guess what? It's sports, cool to do professional drugs, sports can make can no, make any rules that they want. Sure, but they know? can't pick and choose what states it's cool for or not. Well, it has I understand. To be a universal that, but rule. But so once it's legalized well, across see, the United that's States, not I'm sure it'll be sanctioned by uh, fight commissions I and everything that. like that. See, yeah. that's not even my argument to it. I think that cocaine is a performance-enhancing drug. I agree. Uh, I absolutely agree. Because, like you said, Tony if Montana he's tired, got shot like 300 times in, in, yeah. uh, in whatchamacallit, in Scarface, and barely right. died. All of my cocaine knowledge comes from movies I've watched. And as we know, movies are based on real life and, yeah. and accurate yeah. to most life most of the time. So I'm thinking if he was out and not sleeping, did a little coke before he goes in the ring, he's going to be like a monster. Uh, yeah. First, I want to say I- I've never done it, just like everybody else. I have no knowledge of it. But I'm a big believer in if you were an athlete, as the, the cliche, the phrase goes, your body is a temple. Like You should not be doing anything. If you want to be the best at your business – I mean, come or on. if you were John Mayer, your body is a wonderland. Damn it, I was <laughs> going to make the same yeah. exact note. It's John Jones, though. You're saying his body's a temple and shouldn't be abusing it. But this guy, yeah. literally, like I said, should be 23-0 and 0 if it wasn't for those illegal elbows. Because he was dominating that fight, so there's no question about it. It doesn't matter. He just shows that you don't have to be the one out there 
in the gym every day, sparring every day. But then so you have a black guy in the sport. But here's why? my question why? for you guys. Because so let me ask like this question. Judge, Mike. But listen, why? here's my question that's, for you guys. So let's go. Me. Let's let's look at it from a legal aspect, right? Let's say he he's he's high on coke. He sure, gets in there. He gets in an accident. And he gets, kills no, somebody. No, 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 no. Let's say he he's high as a kite. He gets in the the, the octagon. He takes a bad hit, and on a complete and total like just bad chance. He Hard dies snaps. in the in the octagon, right? It's happened in the past. People have died in the in, in fighting, yeah. right? Let's say he dies, and then they find out he was on coke, right? And all of a sudden, his family's suing the freaking UFC because they're letting him fight when he's on coke, and they're they're not they're not there's no oh, absolutely you know what I mean absolutely that's absolutely. where the, that's where the lawsuits so like, come in. So I'm a big be- I, I'm a big believer in like I don't care what he's doing to himself. I could care less. I don't either. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, this guy is. He's a, a a role model for better or worse. He's in the public eye, and MMA is getting more popular. So I don't care if he's doing it and he's not talking about it. I don't think you should be out there being like, "I love Coke." Yeah, I love Coke. Yeah. I love Coke. Like that's basically what he's doing over and over. But that, here's the thing: he didn't sign up to be a role model. He signed up to be okay, a fighter. Charles right. Barkley. But he, you're care. in the limelight. But you, doesn't, but matter. You, doesn't matter. But you become one. You inherit that. So, you inherit but no, that. you shouldn't inherit that. That's that's well, that's BS. That's a. a other duties as assigned in your job description, right there. You don't want to be a role is. model. Go be, and you no, want that kind why? of money. Go be, a, go be a, phys- go be a freaking a, a, a doctor or something. No, that's man. stupid. You're in. The, he's right. You're in that no, limelight, no, man. You are a role model, whether you want to take on that or not. Here's my thought, real fast. I don't give a shit at the end of the day. Let every UFC. I, if you want to make it entertaining, me. Let all of them do coke. Let every in NASCAR. Let every yeah. NASCAR driver drink alcohol. Let every baseball player do steroids. Uh, let them all go to town, and I guarantee sports will be even more entertaining than it already is. Oh, and I don't care. Somebody figured some way out to hide steroids in baseball this year. Uh, judge Judge was like a bum a couple months ago. Oh, one hundred percent a bum, and now you just got his six eight yeah, dude, fucking he, ass he got, out there he, whacking he thirty home runs. Made, he, didn't even, he was barely making the team yeah, last yeah. year. He was legitimately not going to be on a roster at some point. We should. Oh, uh, dude, he was barely making, making the. He went from barely making the team to everybody. Here's the thing: he was good enough to be on the team to have the opportunity to make a team. He got sent away. Okay, so wait a minute: did he make the team at first? Yeah, and then he put on seventy-five pounds of muscle. So there's the thing: he he had that opportunity to make the team. He went back to good old Scranton, Pennsylvania, and worked out. So anyway, UFC two fourteen. John Jones, Daniel Cormier fight at the Honda Center in Anaheim. California, July 29. Check it out. The whole card is stacked. Tyron Woodley and Damian Maya fight for the welterweight title. You have Cyborg Justino putting it up for the vacant women's featherweight title, which is going to be awesome. Donald Cerrone and Robbie Lawler, which is guaranteed to be a slugfest. And it's terrible. I hate seeing two of my favorite fighters go at it, but here they are, and it's going to be awesome. So check it out. So finally at the show here, we're going to end with a little article that's been blowing up on the Point After Show's website for a little while now. I don't understand it. I don't know how this guy's still popular. And it goes back to a little baseball player called Sammy Sosa. Speaking of performance-enhancing drugs. This guy, he's white, he's black, he's white, he's black. Who knows? But now he's white. I mean, it doesn't matter what he is to any of us, but it's like it's shocking to see the transformation happen. But it's more shocking to write the article a month ago, if you're me, and then see every major uh, media outlet pick it up a week ago. Yeah. And just run with it. Thank you, because we appreciate, you know, the hits, and we appreciate being an influence to you. But uh, 
Sosa's got to think about his alpha choices. You know, if you're bleaching yourself, maybe don't wear a pink shirt, a pink bowler hat. You look like Sherbert. And a pink undershirt, yeah. So this is, uh, uh, obviously, I'm uneducated on this. Is this a disease, or is this a, a treatment that he's he, an elected to do yes. to turn white? So he, well, so he says he's not... Lighten tr- his skin? I don't know. He's saying he's not purposely trying to do this, but he gets acne bad. And he's he uses a face cream that does it to him. So it's just his face. No, it's his else? whole body. That's why it's okay. kind of a BS. Yeah. Or you know, unless he, he unless he's covered in acne everywhere, oh. or he just wants to match. You know, yeah. he wants his skin tone to match. But it's 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 just shocking. Like yeah. I, anybody can be anything. They can be what they want. You know, Bruce hey. Jenner, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. Like I'm fine with whatever. But it's just shocking to see that happen. You know and. And I know there's a lot of different takes on the internet about it, and uh, I'm I'm fine with it. But you just give us a little heads up next time, Sammy. Maybe you know, this let us goes know back to on. Paul's point where um, let everybody do steroids because that's what this guy was uh, definitely doing back in his day. Maybe How much more a, fun was baseball when there was effect. when there was Sam Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire that summer? That was the most fun I've ever that's enjoyed watching baseball. baseball. Back to where it was exactly. They killed it with the strike. Shout out unions, Tommy, and then they. <laughs> And then they brought it back with steroids. Yeah. You know, honestly, baseball was in a bad place. People were pretty upset about it. And then, you know, just juice up a couple of guys, send them on a run. I mean, because you had, you didn't only, like, Barry Bonds was on roids at that point, too. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. He used a cream. Yeah. So. Deer antler spray, like Ray Lewis? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Frank Thomas was making that weird comeback for a brief second, you know, hey, after he ended hurt. his career. Him, you him, know? And, him and Junior are the only two natural guys out there. Junior is the man. Junior's. So, yeah, Junior wasn't doing it, but but that summer, that that summer of the home run race. Oh yeah, McGuire and and Sosa. God, I remember juiced out of the greens every every night watching those Allegedly. games, and I didn't yeah. I didn't like any of those Here's teams. The thing, but right? You tune in to see they're going to blast one. Yeah. And here, and end of the day was those two weren't even home run leaders. You had Ken Griffey Jr. who hit his thirtieth before the All Star break. Why OJ Simpson, who's potentially going to get paroled this week, was running down the highway in the right in the white Bronco. So. Shout out to all those guys. Sammy Sosa, whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy, that's today's day and age. Just Sammy, if you're listening, call into the show next Just dress better. Just just make better fashion choices, you know? He go see, uh, well, you also see, speaking of fashion choices, you know, a little segue. Do you see uh, Hayward uh, up in Boston the day he got signed when he's getting ready for the press conference was shopping in uh, Men's Warehouse, like like one of us pours? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Like, same thing. Like, guys. You're at that level. You're making, you know, legacy money, like yep. life-changing family being money. Smart with your money, right there. No, we, we, we need to take to lessons smart. from him. I, Men's Warehouse gave away at one point. I was reading. It was like you got. It was like buy one suit, get four free, and get a free Android phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it, I think he could do a little bit better after pretty much ruining the. Uh, the Celtics franchise up there now. So anyway, Sammy Celsi, you do you, buddy. Whatever makes you happy, whatever gets you to bed at night. And, uh, you know, thanks for all the home runs and making baseball great again. We appreciate it here at the Point After Show. And that does it for our show tonight. We want to thank everybody that listened to the show, the people uh, involved in the Tyreek Hill autographed jersey. Again, make sure you check us out on thepointaftershow.com and how to qualify, how to get entered into that. Make sure you answer the trivia questions. Follow us on Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud. You can find me at on Twitter at TLIP underscore the PAS. Paul, where can they find you at? The FF Advantage. Cavi. At Producer Cavi. Stroud Rounder. At Stroud Rounder. And that does our show tonight. Thank you very much for listening. And Paul? As always, if you made it this far, thank you.